you find yourself creeping through a dark hallway. You've left your companions outside so you could come in and do the dirty work. Your friends always let you take care of the unsavory elements of your work. You're okay with that. You've been okay with that all your life. You creep through the dark hallway. You stop. You slink into the shadow of a large pillar. You see a guard walk by. He continues on his way. You let him pass and then continue. Finally, you find the door. You open it up slowly and walk in. You've been creeping around for most of your life. Sneaking into forbidden places always seemed too easy for you. You approach the bed to finish the job. It's then that you notice something's wrong. The body on the bed lays lifeless. You notice green spittle leaking out of the man's mouth. Dead. Poisoned. That's a problem. Who could have killed him? That's when you hear the guard shouting, Intruder! Intruder! The king's been murdered! The king? You came to murder the king's advisor, but the king was also murdered? That's when you realize you need to get out of here. Fast. So what would you like to do? Welcome back to the 19th episode of How to Be a Better DM. As always, I'm your host, Justin Lewis, and I'm here to help you create better stories as you and your friends play D&D 5e. As a DM, the hardest part of getting a campaign going is finding a group of people that have time and are willing to play on a reasonably periodic schedule. After that, there's another challenge that isn't talked about enough, guiding your players to choosing the right character for them. Not every player will like every class. It's a simple fact. So your job as a DM is to help them find the right choice for themselves, or at least avoid wrong choices. So let's start off this whole discussion talking about who should not choose to play as a rogue. Number one, if you want to play lawful good. Now I'm not saying that you can't be a lawful good rogue, but what I am saying is that most rogues aren't. Add to that the fact that most skills that a rogue gets are of the underhanded and secretive nature. Generally, a rogue fits naturally into the chaotic alignment, good, neutral, or evil, and avoids the lawful disposition. I suppose you could make a really cool story that involves a rogue that is lawful good or lawful neutral or evil, but generally for newbies, if you are trying to follow all the rules and laws, then a rogue might not be the best choice. So number two, if you love armor, rogues don't generally get heavy armor. I suppose you could use feats to allow yourself to be fully armored, but unless you have some sort of magic ability to avoid having disadvantage on stealth rolls, that might not work to your advantage. Now I know armor is somewhat of a small consideration when you're building out your character, but in case that's a deal breaker for you, don't pick a rogue. You work eight hours a day. You spend time with your family, and when you come home, you do work around the house. And it seems that you never have as much time as you would like to prepare for your D&D sessions. Does this sound like you? Wouldn't it be amazing to have endless material prepared for your D&D sessions anyways? That's where Roll and Play Press comes in. Roll and Play Press provides D&D 5e compatible material for any type of session 
running a one-shot? Check out their One-Shot Wonders book with over 100 one-shot ideas. Getting started with a new sci-fi campaign. Get their Game Master's Sci-Fi Toolkit to have your games much more prepared with much less effort. Why reinvent the wheel? Check out Roll and Play Press at rollandplaypress.com, see what they have to offer, and get a 10% discount when you buy something by using the code BETTERDM10, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-D-M-10, at checkout. Give yourself just a little bit extra help so that you can continue being the world's greatest dungeon master. Number three, if you want to be the star of combat. In combat, the rogue either does a huge amount of damage or a moderate amount or none. Rarely will you bear the brunt of damage yourself or deal the lion's share of the damage. Instead, as a rogue, you'll enjoy darting in and out over and over again, doing sneak attack damage when you can, finding cover, disengaging, using a lot of movement. You're going in and out. That's kind of the idea of the rogue. Fast action and harrying maneuvers. You're not going to be standing there in front of the giant earth elemental getting hit by its giant maul. That's just not going to happen. Number four is casting spells. If you want to cast all the spells, a rogue is not for you. Now there is a roguish archetype, Arcane Trickster, that allows you to cast certain spells, but that is severely limited compared to some of the other spellcasters. If you are mostly excited about playing D&D and casting Fireball or Wish, then you're going to want to choose a different class. Number five, if you don't like sneaking. Everyone sneaks. That's just happens in D&D. The whole party's going to do it. But generally, the rogue, the rogue is the person the group turns to first when stealth is a necessity. If someone needs to sneak into somewhere, usually it's the rogue. And I'm not saying that's how you have to play, but I am saying people will probably expect that of your character. So if you don't like stealthing, then maybe you should choose a paladin or a barbarian. There are my five guidelines for who should not play a rogue. One, if you want to be lawful good. If you love armor, that's two. Three, if you love being the star of combat. Four, if you like casting spells. And five, if you don't like sneaking. You obviously have good taste. I mean, you listen to How to Be a Better DM, after all. We thank you so much for your support. And if you've ever gotten anything useful from How to Be a Better DM, take a minute and rate us and review us on your podcast listening app of choice. It goes a very long way to helping our show help many more dungeon masters out there who are just like you. If you love our content, help others become better dungeon masters too. Hopefully that helps you steer your player away from a rogue character that they won't like that much, and hopefully towards another character that they enjoy much more. But make sure you let your players do what they want, because truly, all of these are more guidelines than rules, and you can still do all of them and be a rogue and be very successful and have a lot of fun. You know, they can be, your players can be any character they like, and that is literally one of the best things about D&D. So you just need to be their guide and their shepherd to help them reach a fun character choice for them. 
Thank you guys for listening for, to today's episode. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about who should play a rogue. So come back next time. Listen to that episode. Don't forget to follow the show and leave a rating and review. That is just a good way to support the show. And also a heads up, I'm getting a Patreon ready with some extra goodies and such. So uh, get ready for that. And hopefully that is to your liking. Don't forget to reach out to me on Instagram at Geronimo Levis with any questions, concerns, or ideas you have about the show. As always, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your support. Let's make this thing awesome, big, and adventurous. We'll see you next week for another great episode. Until then, my friends, let's roll in.